Hey, Sugar Blossoms, it is time finally for episode 10 when I get my boyfriend Andrew on. So, we ended up talking for a really long time, so this episode is actually going to be split into two episodes. So, you get to look forward to that next week as well. Today, you get to listen to us talk about sugar dating and ethical non monogamy, and next week, we'll be talking about kinks, fantasies, and how to maintain a healthy BDSM relationship and what it means to be a good dom. So be looking forward to that and enjoy this week's episode. Oh, I love a good sugar pussy. (laughs) Welcome to Sugar Pussy. How's it going? Thank you for having me here. Are you ready? Are you excited? You ready to get pounded by questions? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, to get started, you gotta let the Blossoms know, like, your name, age, sexuality, pronouns, favorite sex toy, etc. Alright, my name is Andrew. I am 23. My sexuality is bisexual. Favorite sex toy? Yeah, do you have a favorite sex toy? Well, you... Okay, that doesn't count. Um, I think the classic dildo is pretty fucking solid. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's very versatile, and mm. I like that. Cool. Okay, so to start this off, a question I ask everybody. Sure. Uh, what are your thoughts about sex work, sugar dating, anything along those lines, and what have your experiences been with it? That is a lot to unpack. I don't have very much experience with other people who have done it. Um, it's, a, it's actually really interesting because I've never really thought about labeling it that before, but I've been, been exposed to that a lot. I just never really have heard it referred to as that. Okay, and what are you talking about it? Because there are a lot of variations. Arrangements in general, uh, whether that be... So you're talking sugar dating? Yes. Okay. And I never really had heard it labeled that. Sex work? No, just, I guess I wasn't aware that people called it sugar dating. Okay. Most people never think about it as sugar dating. Yeah. They just think about, oh, she has a sugar daddy. Right. Not, hey, this actually could be viewed as a type of dating. Well, and for some reason, I never really thought about someone as having a sugar daddy before. But now looking back, I can see, oh, that was totally, that's exactly what that was. But looking back, I never really thought about, oh, this person has a sugar daddy. It was more just a transfer of services, I guess. Do you think that's kind of like the people that you hung around just didn't talk about it as like sugar daddy or just didn't kind of bring those terms Definitely. up? My environment has affected how I view this immensely, like a lot. Um, so much so that it puts me in a really unique position because I have been exposed to different aspects of it that might be surprising. Okay, so how have you been exposed to it? So I have known at least a handful of sugar babies, personally, just as As friends. friends? Yes. And then I never had really thought about it this way, but I have myself been the person to offer someone arrangements in the past, but I never thought about myself as a sugar daddy. What kind of arrangements? Are you talking, like, Um, experiences or...? Kind of everything. In the past, I have paid people for their time, and I've also paid people, or not necessarily paid them, but I've reimbursed them for spending time with me when I know they could be doing other things. 
So here's an example. I met a girl, we'll call her Alice, and she never had been out of her home state. It was a Midwest state, and she really wanted to travel. And because of the chemistry we had, and because I was going on a trip, I talked to her and I said, hey, what do you have planned this weekend? And she said, I'm just working. And I said, if you call off work, this was before COVID had happened or anything. So, you know, calling in sick wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> but I said, hey, call off work. Tell me what you would be making at work. Mm. I'll pay you that, just cash. Come with me to the Rocky Mountains and you won't have to pay for anything. We'll go wherever you want. We can eat at whatever restaurants you want. In return, just keep me company and I'm definitely going to fuck the shit out of you. <laughs> And because of the relationship we had, she was totally down. So she called off work. I ended up actually paying her time, not just for the hours that she missed work, but also just as an appreciation for being with me. It ended up being a four-day trip. And we went out there and had a really great time. Uh, she got to see the Rocky Mountains, actually cried when she saw them because... Aww. She had never experienced that ever before in her life. Got to see a bunch of cool different areas and experience a bunch of cool different things. I was able to put her in some situations where she was able to explore her sexuality, which she had verbalized that she wanted to do. And it was, in general, just a really fucking awesome experience. And I walked away from that experience happy because I was able to have someone with me who was relaxed and mm -hmm. happy to be with me and also because it's really fun to see someone like experience things for the first time Absolutely. and be able to kind of like provide that magic and also because I like to help people out and I know that the money she got helped her out in mm -hmm. her life in general um, and it was really fun. I know that for her it's probably one of the most memorable things that she's done for a long time and it was really honestly fucking magical to provide that really enjoyable um everything went great we communicated very well and i'm really confident that she walked away a little bit in maybe a, a blur i know the trip was like definitely a blur so she walked away from it maybe a little bit um like struck she i know she had a great time i had a great time and everyone won experiences like that have really kind of colored how I feel about sugar dating because again while I'm not any you know crazy rich person in a big way that's very much what sugar dating is at its core that's what it should be <clears throat> yeah that's um, the experience that people should be getting out yeah. of sugar dating and it was great and I know the, the great thing is I know how I felt about it mm -hmm. I know how she felt about it and that helps color how I feel about you, what you do, and other sugar babies, because I've experienced it firsthand, I know how cool it can be, and I know the positive ways it can enrich someone's life. I had an amazing time. I know she had an amazing time. It was a win for everyone. I could afford it, she benefited from it, and it was a great time. That's really awesome to hear <clears throat> that perspective, because those are the kind of feelings and emotions that I've gathered mm -hmm. from that end of things, yeah. but I've never been there, so yeah. it's all been observation. and. Mm -hmm and what people have told me and why they like it. But most of the time when I talk about a sugar daddy side of things, I'm always like, well, this is what I see from them. This yeah. is what I imagine they're getting out of it, things I've observed, things that they've told me. So to hear that that's really yeah. what you experienced while doing that is really cool. And it was awesome because it's, I know in one of your earlier episodes, you kind of mentioned how it kind of simplifies things. Mm -hmm. and streamlines everything and that's exactly what it was it was fantastic because all the expectations were on the table yep you have it all and, figured out before you even yeah, start and it was fucking amazing i didn't have to worry about any sort of relationship or catching feelings 
or anything like that. We both mm-hmm. knew why we were there. I was there to provide a great experience and to literally fuck the shit out of someone <laughs> as hard as I wanted, whenever I wanted, and she was into it. Yeah, and it was great. And it was a freaking awesome experience. I would totally do it again. That's um, my next question. Yeah, absolutely. I'd totally do it again. And in a weird way, I see people that I meet now and I totally think to myself, you could benefit from something like this. Think mm-hmm. about like the experiences that I could offer you. And that's freaking magical. And it's, it's just it's enriching. awesome that like you get excited about it because yeah. a lot of times people when they think about sugar dating or they think about a sugar baby, it's like, oh, she's just taking advantage. Right. Right. But it's not when it's done correctly and mm-hmm. it's done well and both people are into it. It no you're taking advantage of each other. Yeah. There's nobody who's really getting anything better than the other person. Right. And it was it's awesome because I really felt like I was able to provide something she wouldn't have been able to have otherwise. Mm-hmm. Traveling is expensive. Mm-hmm. Eating out at fancy places is expensive. Doing things in general costs money. And also, paying someone for their time communicates to them that their time is valuable to you. Mm-hmm. And this has also happened, for example, I've had friends in the past who are dancers or you know, strippers, and they do this for a living, you know? Mm-hmm. And many of them are very passionate about what they do. In the past, I've paid a personal friend of mine who does this for a living for a dance or a lap dance just because it conveys to them that, hey, I know your time is valuable, mm-hmm. I appreciate you, and it's also kind of fun, honestly. If I can afford it, why wouldn't I? Well, it goes so much beyond sex work. Anybody who does art or something, or like creates something yeah, exactly. or performs <clears throat> like that for their living, as a friend or as a supporter, yeah. you should never be asking for it for free. You should always be offering money because that's literally what they're trying to live on. Yeah, and so I've that's never actually understood. a really great point. Um, I recently had a, a cup, uh, a pottery cup, commissioned, and it was a standard fee, and I knew the person. I could have asked for it for free. I made sure I paid them, mm-hmm. and I made sure I gave them a fucking awesome tip because yeah. it makes them feel like their time is valuable. And that's a big deal to me. Well, and, like, what they created has <clears throat> value, too. Exactly. Like, yeah. just everything about it. It's like, this person actually supports me and yeah. what I do and appreciates it enough that yeah. they're not asking for favors mm-hmm. in this thing that I do and I'm passionate about and I'm trying to make money with. Yeah. They're not asking me for favors. And it goes really far, and I've felt that way about all sorts of art and creation and everything yeah. at all times but you always see people trying to get free stuff yeah. because you're friends or acquaintances with that person and it's so shitty because a lot of people would look at that situation and say oh he's just paying a stripper friend that he has for a dance and maybe a blowjob afterwards but really what it was is we <laughs> knew each other we both had a great time and i'm conveying to you that hey your time is valuable to me and I appreciate it. And it's fucking awesome. In general, everything can be viewed as a bit of a sugar date. I mean, you like you go on a date with someone, you pay for their food, and like that's how it ends up happening, and like it is what it is, right? Traditionally, yeah. yeah. Um, so like in general, that's how everything is. We pay mm-hmm. with our time, we pay with our services, we pay with our money. That's been my point this whole podcast. And it's really not that big of a deal. No, it's not. Um, and I don't think that I would view this the way that I do if I haven't been such a big part of it, weirdly enough, on my own. I, you know, when I was doing this trip with Alice, I didn't think, oh, I'm in many ways a sugar daddy. Like, that wasn't how yeah. it happened. And we had multiple interactions that were similar to that. I didn't think, oh, I'm paying her for sex. And I know she didn't either. 
Um, mm-hmm. It just ended up being more. If you're taking up time for me and you're calling off work, you're losing money. I'd love to be able to help with that. I'd love to be able to provide experiences. It was awesome. But that's the thing is it's not <clears throat> just being paid for sex. Like I think as far as sugar dating goes, it's really more your time and you as a person. And see, I think that's the biggest disadvantage that sugar babies have. To normal people, you're mm-hmm. viewed as being paid for sex. Like straight up, that's how I always viewed it. I mean, when I heard it growing up in my life and later into adulthood, that's how I always viewed it. It's just, oh, it's typically going to be an older man paying a younger girl for sex or woman, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the biggest disadvantage because... Do you think it's, it's a disadvantage because of society's view of sex work? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I did want to talk to you about that. It was an awesome experience. And I'd love, I love... I'm down to share that experience with anyone who asks about it because it was a great time. I'd totally do it again. It was implemented well. It was executed well. We both understood what was going on. I can't sing its praises enough. Coming from someone who was on the side of paying, like, I didn't feel stinted Mm -hmm. or like, oh, she's just using me to go see the Rocky Mountains and go eat at fancy restaurants and shit. Like, I never felt that way. It It would have to be somebody that the chemistry and the relationship is already there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think I would have just done that with anyone. Right. It would have been a lot more difficult. It's difficult on both ends, though, if that's not there. Mm -hmm. So it's not like... A lot of these things, it's not just you have money and she's willing, so right. it happens. Yeah. There has to be that chemistry. And that finding that situation takes work, and that's something yeah. that's also overlooked Truth. with these types of things. Yeah. How do you feel about me being an active sugar baby? The way you approached it with me was the best way you possibly could have. So we were cuddling, and you said, hey, I have something I want to talk about. I've been doing this for a while. This is what it's like. This is what I like about it. I want to let you know. And also it's something that is important to me, but you're also important to me. I want you to know about this. It's not something I have to do. I'm willing to not do it, but I really enjoy this. Approaching it that way was the best way you possibly could have. It took down my guard. I wasn't expecting it, obviously, because I didn't know about it. <laughs> but that's that was everything I needed to handle that situation. Granted, I had all this previous experience, so like it wasn't that big of a deal anyways, but that's exactly what I needed. Knowing from you that you're willing to stop if I start getting hurt from it is a big deal. Now, there's a different question of like, if I make you stop doing that, that has other implications that aren't great. Possibilities of resentment. Exactly. Right. But the fact that you're willing to convey to me that you would be willing to stop shows me that I'm a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's important. And while I would probably never ask you to stop doing it, just having that possibility there, that courtesy of like, hey, you're important to me. I'm willing to stop doing this if if you need me to. That's important because it conveys to me that, hey, I'm important. She cares about how I feel. That's a big deal. The thing I would add is just like communicating, establishing boundaries, and then also like, having shit that's special for you guys that you don't do with them, but also understanding those dynamics, you know, it's just... The sugar dynamics? Yeah, it's just, like, different than a relationship and realizing that. It's just all about, like, feeling replaced. If I, over time, start feeling like you're spending, like, more time with, whatever, a sugar daddy than me, and you're starting Mm -hmm. to, like, enjoy being with them more than me, I'm gonna start feeling replaced. But as long as we're communicating, and as long as I understand that it's not the same thing as being in a relationship. I don't really see there being problems. 
So then sugar dating you're fine with, but other kinds of sex work, what are your thoughts? Um, Again, I have friends who are Mm -hmm. sex workers. I have friends who purely do dances and no sex work. I have friends who are actually sex worker advocates. So I'm very honestly pro-sex work because it's just... Because it's close to you. I can see the validity in it. I can, I've can. i seen and felt firsthand the benefits from it, and it's not that big of a deal. No, it's not. Okay, so obviously we're not monogamous. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the pros and cons of non-monogamy? Because I think this subject gets overlooked a lot when you mm-hmm. have a healthy situation, so yeah. I really want to kind of go into that a little bit. I think for me, the biggest pro is the freedom of choice. Not being restricted is a big deal to me. Mm -hmm. In life, it's a huge deal to me. In a relationship, it's a huge deal to me. I don't want to feel like I have to fuck someone, like I have to be with someone. And having someone choose me actively is amazing. And it makes me feel like I'm worth being chosen. And it maintains the other person's individuality. Because if you promise to only be with me, and I promise to only be with you, that can work. But it really robs us of our individuality. And Mm -hmm. being able to choose to be with each other and choose to be with other people. And one of the most important things to me about our relationship is that you're your own person. You have your own identity. You choose me. Not because you have to, but because you want to. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal to me. And having that non-monogamy underscores the fact that neither of us is boxed in. And it takes the pressure off because we're no longer, fuck, I have to be with this person. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I have to go I spend time with them. I made this commitment in the exactly. past. I have to maintain it. Exactly. I mean, some people even take it so far that they're, they feel bad when they look at another person. And that's yeah. one of the most human things yeah. anybody does on a daily basis yeah. is they um, notice other people. Another big pro is it opens the door to involving other people in our relationship, mm-hmm. which is also a big pro for me. Because if we are extremely exclusive, the likelihood of us doing something sexual with anyone else together is zero. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. How does that heighten our relationship? Because it's a bonding experience. And so, like, what I mean by involving someone else is that we're doing it together. Or we're doing it and then telling each other about it. Or something like that. And oh, that's my kink. It allows you to bond with your partner in ways that you wouldn't otherwise be able to bond with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a big deal. It adds layers of epicness and complexity. There's something to the idea of watching the person you love fucking somebody else. But, like, getting to see them from, like, a different perspective and a different angle and seeing what they're like in that situation Mm -hmm. just, like, gets allows you to get to know them on a different yeah. level. Yeah, you experience them in a different way. You're, you get to learn about them in yeah. so many news ways. Like, you don't get to see that right. when it's just you two. So that's a big pro for me. Mm-hmm. Another pro, like I said before, it takes the pressure off. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Another big pro is that it allows the other, like your partner to experience things they wouldn't otherwise be able to experience. Case in point, because we're ethically non-monogamous, you get to experience all this cool shit mm-hmm. in, with sugar dating and everything. And that's not something that I would want to take away. That's not something that I would ever want to take away because it adds value to your life. And being able to watch your partner really get enjoyment out of something and 
gain value is fucking awesome. Why wouldn't you want that? I think some of it could be fear that they're not experiencing it with you, Mm -hmm. and so they're going to leave, and then there's jealousy. So those are two things that people have to learn how to deal with if they try Mm non-monogamy. What are some ways to get through that and your thoughts on those things? I've So this is not the first non-monogamous relationship I've been in. In the past, what I struggled with was feelings of being replaced. Mm -hmm. I mean, you constantly tell me if you want it to just be us exactly. I'm okay with that Exactly. you are this important to me Yeah. that's what matters and for those listening you have to understand I do a lot sexually so when I tell my girlfriend hey if you want me to only fuck you that's a big deal for me sex is a huge part of my life it's a big deal to me it's a love language it's a fucking lifestyle <laughs> it's a lot so when I tell you hey if you need me to I'm willing to not fuck anyone else. I'm telling you, because you know me. I'm, I do. I'm telling you, you're that fucking important to me. And that's a big deal. That's important. Before you met me, did you see yourself getting in a relationship that you would make that kind of offer for? Like, is that an offer that comes easily to you or not? On the one hand, I would want my partner to be happy. And if my partner came to me and said, hey, genuinely, I don't like you fucking anyone else, I would like to say that, hey, like, cool, that's okay. But at the same time, if my partner knows me, they know that I'm the way that I am. And so it is not something that I would offer very many people. And I wasn't expecting to ever offer that for a while. Freedom is very important to me. Mm -hmm. Sexual freedom is very important to me. Telling you and conveying that importance to you is a big deal uh, because it shows me how important you are. But, um, and so feelings of being replaced Mm -hmm. hits hard, especially if you're not communicating enough. So I totally get that. And it's reasonable to feel that. It's not unnatural. It will happen unless everyone communicates adequately. And that, I would say, is like one of the cons, is that communication has to be fucking on point. Like to a disgusting level, yes. almost. Yes. Like, like cringe while it's happening. communication, yes. Yeah. Because if it doesn't happen, you're going to start feeling things. <laughs> <laughs> And you're not going to talk to your partner about them. It's just going to get worse and worse. Well, I mean, we became official because I started getting jealous. So There you go. But it's... Dude, communi- <laughs> that is a con. If you're not good at communicating mm-hmm. or you're not comfortable with communicating, it's very, very difficult to pull this off. Another con is how other people view your relationship. Mm-hmm. That's oh a big one. Oh my god, That's yes. That's a big one. Um, and like the biggest things in that are well are you guys even a couple yeah um also a big one is well how do you know that they like you if they aren't committed to you i've had that i've had someone ask me that about us well somebody somebody asked me well isn't he just another fuck boy then yeah yeah and so having other people view you as like oh well they're not actually a couple because Mm -hmm. they haven't committed to each other exclusively but that's false yeah and i've had to explain this so many times it's like annoying at this point there is so much commitment involved it's just like defined differently there are different rules at play but the the commitment isn't less do you agree I don't really see how it makes things any different. I still view you as my girlfriend, and I don't find myself 
thinking, if only we were committed exclusively, and if only she fucked me, mm. then I would feel like everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> Another big con is it's work. Yeah. Maintaining healthy relationships with multiple people is work. If you are gonna get involved with other people, you can't half-ass all your other relationships and then be like, oh, well, this is my girlfriend. You matter less because then it's going to make someone feel shitty. Yeah. Um, and so communicating with other people and pulling that off, putting in the work and investing yourself, that in and of itself is enough to maybe turn some people off. How do you differentiate sex with me versus other people? Or do you it's a good question. Like, compartmentalize yeah. in your brain? Like, how do you go about that? I am if a super sexual person. Mm -hmm. I have lots of sexual experiences. <laughs> the biggest thing that differentiates sex with you is that it's fucking magical. It feels different. There is, and not to say that sex with other people cannot be intimate, but there is something fucking different intimacy-wise of having you as opposed to someone else. It, the intimacy is so much more and also we have such a great chemistry it's fucking unbelievable but to like how i differentiate i don't know in general i would say i'm pretty sexually mature and i've had a lot of sexual experiences with people that i'm friends with some that was once and then never happened again or some mm -hmm. that are still ongoing and it just adds value to your friendship if done correctly <laughs> that's key you want? That's the key there. Yeah, if done correctly, <laughs> yeah, right. it can crash and burn. <laughs> really fuck shit up. Yeah, which there. has happened. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. But if done correctly, it can add a lot of value to your friendship and a lot of cool memories. I just think people view sex as such a boxed-in thing that only happens with relationships. Mm -hmm. It has to be within some sort of commitment or they're going to get hurt. Yeah. Another big thing that I am with you that I'm less with other people is vulnerability. I can be more vulnerable to you sexually, emotionally, and that's a big deal. And it just gives me a lot of peace when we're having any sort of interaction, whether that's in life, in the bedroom, fucking outside of a bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a great question. Um, and I know that I have more things to say about it in terms of how I differentiate sex with you and other people. I guess for it's, me, it's a compartmentalization, mm -hmm. almost. Some parts of my brain, I associate things differently. Mm -hmm. For example, like sugar is some, on an entirely different level than a relationship would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, which I understand. It's just, it's just not something that I incorporate into like an everyday or every moment feeling. Mm -hmm. It's something that when it's on, it's, it's on. on. Yep. And totally when it's not, that. it's it's entirely off. And I'm yep. able to bring it out when I need it. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to, like, tuck it away when, it, when I don't need it. I want to point out here that I would not understand what you were saying unless I had experienced that firsthand. <laughs> Hearing you say this would not make sense to me if I didn't experience that. In, with this Specifically with this trip with Alice. I know what it felt like. I know exactly what you mean in the sense, like, when it's on, it's on. And when it's off... I, I don't feel anything for that. It's not a relationship. It's not anything like that. I think it's a good way to think about it might be how you're a different person depending on who you're hanging out with. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to be acting differently, 
slightly. I'm not saying that yeah. you completely change yeah. in your values and, and your are. morals, yeah. <clears throat> but you act differently depending on who you're around. Yeah. You you can also feel differently depending on who you're around. Truth. And if you learn how to recognize it, you can learn to control it mm-hmm. to some extent. Yeah. And that's that's my experience with these types of things. Like I just depending on who I'm around, like that's yeah. what part of me is feeling and acting and showing yeah. and all of the above. And that's what I mean when I say when it's on, it's on or mm-hmm. how I compartmentalize things. Right. Also, another pro about sugar dating yeah. or non-monogamy, especially in context or like together with sugar dating. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that other people pay to be with you. I think that's fucking cool <laughs> because I don't have to pay for that. <laughs> Nah, you get that shit free. And it makes me feel fucking good because... What, if, getting it for free? If other people are paying for that <laughs> shit, A, clearly it's valuable. And B... Clearly. Clearly. And B, if you're choosing to give that to me without any strings attached just because you like being around me, how fucking cool is that? Okay, real talk though. People who, like, fuck a lot of other people mm-hmm. are just hotter in general. Do you think do you think that about women or not? Or is that like more of a women to men thing? There is something <laughs> unbelievably attractive about someone about a woman who is confident in her sexuality and who has experience to back it up and who knows that she can be with many different people. Just that experience. There's something super hot about slutty people. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's one it's of the fucking things. fucking awesome. That's one of the things that I love about non-monogamy in our relationship. Yeah. Oh, another great thing is that you get to experience what you like and you don't like, which is a big fucking deal. If you try constantly new different things with all sorts of different people, hmm. we're constantly learning about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And being able to do that is healthy. Because yeah. otherwise, you might not experience that, which is one person. The Yeah, the ability to continue learning about yourself and your sexuality yeah. while in a relationship with a constant and a support, like yeah. somebody that you love who's going to back you up and be there for you. Mm-hmm. Also, it takes the pressure off of other relationships. Yeah. So I have you, mm-hmm. so I feel like zero pressure going into yeah. anything else because that's just a benefit getting to experience other people and everything like my kink getting to hear about mm-hmm. your experience with other people so that increases like my desire for you knowing other people desire you like, yeah, so, like exactly. slutty people because are hot if you're desirable you said, to other people then clearly i want yeah, yeah. well clearly yeah. i should like I want you if yeah. other people want you right totally because i know that's kind of a thing at least for women is that's why we women are like known for going for the bad boy if you will or whatever because it's just like well if they're desired by a lot of people then obviously it's worth it yeah so there's something like deep in there yeah. that we can't really control that's plus just you get there. more confident too in yourself which mm-hmm. is a big deal because if i have a lot of sexual experiences with a lot of different people I'm going to end up being more solid with myself, more confident. That translates to our interactions, which is a a big deal. That ties in with, like, my insane kink for hearing about other Mm -hmm. experiences and stuff. All right, you guys, that is all for this week's episode and part one with my boyfriend. 
Thank you so much for being here and listening. Don't forget to follow the podcast and follow me on social media at SugarPussPod. Next week, we really deep dive into BDSM. So if that is a topic that interests you, be looking forward to that episode. We really tried to cover a lot of things with that one, so I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. Don't forget about my feedback surveys and asking any questions you guys have for me. After next week's episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit about sugar dating and friends and family, as that was a question asked, as well as I have an episode coming up that's going to be a little bit more about me and my background. I'm going to talk to you guys about something I've been excited about since I started this podcast, which was the weekend sex talk that my mom took me on. Oh boy, is that going to be an episode. So, good things are coming to Sugar Pussy, and I am so glad that you guys are still with me, still listening every single week. Thank you guys so much, and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Oh, I love a good sugar pussy. <laughs>